When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, and welcome to Real Life Real Crime Daily for Wednesday, April 26th, and I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Or some people in the audience are saying, Chef Mike Agavino. Chef. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're right. doing that good Italian cooking, huh? That's it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. That got, was, he uh, definitely uses his mitts. Uh, those were some tasty morsels. Whatever. Yeah, hello, Frack. Hello, Fresh. RLRC 50, right? That's 50% off your first box. And free shipping. And free shipping. And free shipping, yeah. Hey, you know what, Mike? I mean, if you ever decide to use that Italian heritage and open up a business and you need to mail stuff, you can go to Shopify. So, or, yeah, not just mail it. Shopify does everything, handles your books, and you sell merchandise or, or whatever. You can go Shopify and use our code for that too. Well, I'm thinking I'm thinking heavy about that because I just bought a website called rentahitman.com that was available. <laughs> some uh, company in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to I had to give Guido. I did give Guido a short term contract as well to uh, oh, uh to come on board. But uh yeah, definitely uh Shopify be a great back end for us. So All right. Remember our pal, our good pal, Alec Baldwin? Yeah, the one I don't like to talk about. <laughs> you don't like to talk about? He's our first story this morning, Woody. Ah, uh, no. But, but uh, go ahead. Go well, ahead. I don't know. We probably did three, maybe four separate reports about this story as it was hey, evolving. Hey, and the yeah. one thing we never considered was that they could come back after all of this and decide that the weapon itself was uh, faulty and could fire without somebody pulling the trigger. Doesn't it, still it had to seem, have a live round in it? Doesn't yeah, it still had to have it, had, it still had to have a live bullet in it? But doesn't it seem like? I mean, this was a pretty major, ballsy, controversial move on the part of the DA to. Uh, to press charges against Baldwin, wouldn't you have made sure that the gun was, uh, especially when you got a guy saying, I never pulled the trigger, I never pulled the trigger, wouldn't checking to make sure that the trigger couldn't go off yeah. on its own have been a kind of a priority early on in this? Not not for me, because you still have a live round in a fake gun. Someone still put a live bullet in there and Somebody told him it was a cold right. gun, which is why they have not jo- dropped charges against his. Uh, yeah. Somebody co-op. put a live round in that pistol and it shouldn't have never had a live round. And I don't, do not believe the firearm discharged by itself. And you know, guns don't kill people. People kill people. Well, they're kind of saying that, according to ABC News, the gun used in the fatal rust shooting was so defective, it could have fired without any pressure on the trigger. 
And on that basis, correct. And but on they still basis, had a live round. Correct. So, but 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 we know that he wasn't the one who put the round in the gun. Right. Right. So that that sinks with them dropping the charges against him while not dropping the charges against the armorer uh, Hannah Gutierrez Reed. So it's starting to yeah. smell like maybe the young armorer is going to take the fall on this thing. Yeah, I, I didn't ever think I never thought. Ball was going to take the ball. I didn't just the whole thing stupid. It stinks, really. Yeah. Well, and as a real life, real crime daily um, boycott, I think is the is what's in order when this stupid movie comes out. Which I can't believe they're back filming right now. They're back on the set filming this yeah. thing. Uh, literally the day he uh, the charges against him get dropped, and so I for one, even when this thing is free on. Uh, uh, some service a year from now. I ain't watching. Yeah, it, 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 it'll be on the cock, and we won't watch. <laughs> we won't watch on the cock. Okay, it uh, it may come out. No, the... I wouldn't watch it. I wouldn't watch it if they paid me to watch it. And the, the only reason it's going to get any views is because of this poor person got murdered. That's for sure. Well, uh, I think the the boycott of Baldwin and uh, and Rust is complete, and uh, hopefully, we won't have to. Talk about that story too much. Let's get a little closer to home. All right. So we're going to bring you out to Baton Rouge. And a man was reportedly knocked unconscious after an argument over a parking space turned violent in Baton Rouge. The incident happened outside the Buffalo Wild Wings restaurant on Blue Bonnet Boulevard just after 9 p.m. Saturday, April 22nd. A driver was unable to pull into a parking spot because several men were standing in the space. He then yelled for them to move. When the driver eventually got out of the vehicle, several men physically attacked him. The driver's wife posted about the incident on social media, and she even had a video included she took of the rental vehicle, and she says the men drove away. Deputies said an ambulance was called. However, the driver who was attacked declined to be transported to the hospital. So, you know, it's frustrating when people stand in front of your parking spot and it's the only one. You know, that's what that's I'm a, thinking. That's that's another genius criminal, right? I mean, I, really, you're gonna basically that's attempted murder. I, I, I mean, the, if you knock someone out, or they have to get. Uh, uh, medical attention or, or anything like that it takes a second degree battery which is the same thing as, as attempted murder and guess what they could actually accidentally kill them right and then over a parking spot over a parking spot yeah it That's, happens yeah i say yeah, it all the time you're one you're like one decision away one decision from away. Yeah. you know ruining your life absolutely correct you know and you know Stupid, stupid, stupid. And, and my wife hates that word, but it is what it is. So let me tell you all this. So, um, bands, if you, you know, Jim Chapman is, is the best editor in the world, but in case you hear a little something in my voice today, that's because I'm on RLRC daily assignment in Wisconsin, and I'm sitting outside the correctional center where Taylor's business is housed, <laughs> and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get in the door now. Hey, let me tell you all something. It's cold up here. It's really is it? Snowing. Yeah, there's weird yeah, weather this week. It's really cold. Really, uh, really, really cold. But I'm I'm gonna sit here 
and she doesn't have me on her visiting list, but I'm working on that. So stay tuned for that. But let me take you back to another Louisiana story, y'all. And this is another stupid people. Um, there's a couple that was arrested after a three-year-old shows up to school with makeup covering a black eye. And Bayou Blue, Louisiana. Y'all, do y'all know where that is? Yeah, I do. Yeah, it's way down. And I'm sorry, that's, that's the uh, correctional officer's phone beep in there. All right, so uh, Bayou Blue is way down south. And deputies have arrested a man and a woman in South Louisiana accused of punching a child and sending the child to school with makeup covering a black eye. Ray Mathurin, Jr., 27, and Amber Dorian, 28, were arrested on Friday, April 21st, according to the Lafouche Parish Sheriff Craig Weber. Deputies say they were called to a Head Start location Friday morning regarding a three-year-old boy who arrived with a black eye covered by makeup, as well as uh, marks on the neck and arm. Investigators believe Mathurin struck the boy, causing a black eye, and Dorian grabbed the child, causing the marks on the child's neck and arm two days before. The first parents detectives say the couple used makeup to conceal the child's black eye. Well, you know, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I'm pretty sure if I give my kid a black eye, I'm not going to send it to a head start by you know, using my white makeup to, you know, to cover it up. I mean, you think you're going to get away with that? Yeah, that's, that's, uh, makes me, it's child abuse stuff. Absolutely. I mean, head start, that's three like years old. Like, yeah, that's, that, that's earlier, that's earlier in kindergarten, right? And then and they get beaten on a kid. What is that kid, what can that kid do to you to make you so mad that you're going to give it a black eye and leave bruises on it? But how stupid are you? You think you're going to get away with? You know what? I, I guess you had to go work wherever you're working, and you know, you know, you send your kid kid a head start. You're going to put your makeup on it to try to conceal black eyes. Right. Yeah. Let me know how that works out for you, people. Right. So, anyway, crazy, crazy. Uh, you guys, big cheesecake fans. I love cheesecake. Uh, I I can take it or leave it. My my wife likes it. All right. Well, do this. Next time somebody puts a piece of it in front of you, mm-hmm. have somebody taste it first before you do. Okay. Oh God. We're going to talk about a woman who uh, who's been convicted of poisoning a cheesecake, trying to murder a quote unquote friend, and the judge who has put her away and her behavior in the courtroom. Uh, toward that judge after he gave her a 21-year sentence. But let's let's rebuild this story for you. A Russian-born woman tried to murder her doppelganger. She tried to do this with a piece of poisoned cheesecake. She wanted to steal her identity because she had gotten herself in trouble and was looking for a way out. And a hey, great- hey look, sorry to interrupt you, but you need to explain to uh, some people what doppelganger Doppelganger is somebody who looks a lot like you. Like, so, like, like your identical twin. Like your say twin. Everybody has one. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I'm not trying to insult anybody's intelligence, but I didn't actually know what that meant until a couple of years ago. But when George Clooney contacted you and told you <laughs> that he, he, he thought you might be a doppelganger, right? Uh, right, right. He might. 
Okay. Well, so- when, when Joey Buttafuoco contacted you. Uh- I knew that was going. I uh, I just oh, deposited. Right. I just deposited right, in the uh, right. in the kitty there. So okay. So uh, the woman whose name is Victoria Nasarova, who's forty seven years old and from Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, where Salvatore Agavino grew up. By the way, <laughs> Sheepshead Brooklyn, right there by Coney Island, by the aquarium. It's a just a great spot. Uh, I think the Russians took over that area from the Italians. So, uh, Victoria Nasarova, 47, shouted at Queen Supreme Court Justice Kenneth Holder after he sentenced her for 21 years. In fact, I'm going to do it. She said, fuck you to the judge, shouted at him after he gave her that sentence. Let's talk about what she did to earn that sentence. So she, Nasarova yelled the expletive at the judge while being led out of the court in handcuffs. He called her an extremely dangerous woman and described her plan to kill her friend with a piece of poisoned cheesecake as diabolical. She was convicted in February of attempted murder, assault, unlawful imprisonment, and uh, larceny in connection with the attempted fatal poisoning. She faces five years of supervision after her release from prison for however long she is there. Now, the woman whom she tried to take out is named Olga Civic, and Olga is a professional eyelash stylist. Uh, She and Victoria uh, met ostensibly that way, and a friendship developed, and the women uh, dressed alike, same color hair, had some uh, similarities in their facial construction, both of them being of Russian descent. And when uh, Victoria got in a little bit of trouble, uh, she decided her friendship with her eyelash stylist was not that important to her. Uh, uh, Miss Civic did speak out in, in court. And uh, she took the stand and she said, God gave me life when Victoria Nasarova tried to end my life. For her, it was an easy thing to try and take the life of another person. It was an easy thing to gain the trust of another person and then take everything from that person. It was easy for her to steal. It was easy for her to kill. This all went down a few summers ago when uh, Nasarova went to Civic's home in Forest Hills, Queens, Uh, another one of my old stopping grounds, for an eyelash touch-up and brought her a box of cheesecake as a gift. What a wonderful gift for your eyelash stylist. She offered her a slice that was tainted with phenazepam, a powerful tranquilizer, after eating two poison-free pieces herself. (laughs) So she was, Nasarova was stuffing her face with the the good cheesecake while poisoning her friend. Civic said she became ill about 20 minutes after eating uh, the piece of cake. Her friend found her the next day unconscious and with pills scattered around her body, which were purposely placed there to make it look like Civic died by suicide. She was taken to the hospital and recovered, but when she returned home, she discovered her passport and employment authorization card were missing, along with a gold ring and other valuables, according to the DA. At the time of the murder attempt, the victim and Nasarova resembled one another, both, as I said, a dark hair, same skin complexion, other similar physical traits, and they both also spoke Russian. According to ABC, this was not Nasarova's first rodeo. 
She's apparently wanted in Russia on murder charges in connection with a 2014 death of her neighbor at the time, a 54-year-old named Ala Alexenko. Nasarova fled to New York after she was accused of killing the woman and stealing her money. So she was on the lam for murder charges in Russia when she decided to try and take out her doppelganger in the New York area. Did she use cheesecake in Russia or did they have cheesecake in Russia? What's a Russian cake? She would probably use. What would you like put? Vodka, what um, would you put in a Rush, uh, Russian what, cake? I don't like vodka, probably. Yeah, it's a vodka cake. It was yeah, uh, right, a penne right vodka cake, something like that. <laughs> um, in Russia, Nasarova allegedly seduced the lead detective in her prosecution on that case, uh-uh. and he allegedly facilitated her escape. She denied any involvement in, of course, in Alexenko's death. Her defense attorney, Jose Nieves, said they will appeal this conviction. And they will appeal the sentence. Um, uh, NBC News, by the way, which is always available on the cock, reported that (laughs) he believes the sentence was excessive and that the appeal will focus on evidence and other legal issues. She's got a top-notch lawyer there in uh, Nieves. Had the jury been allowed to view or hear certain evidence, we might have had a different outcome. I wonder what that evidence they the jury could have yeah. heard that might have had a different outcome. Well, that uh, the outcome is uh, she's going to spend a long time in uh, prison, but she did get to uh, to throw an f bomb at uh, right. uh, at a judge. And look, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm going to post on the Facebook a picture of her and her doppelganger, and I'm going to tell you what these two Russian ladies. I don't know nice, why I just Jim. did the tongue nice, roll on nice. that. But these two Russian ladies uh, look identical. It is definitely her doppelganger. And look, beautiful. I can see. I can see how that Russian detective got a little bit of the, the good old uh, Russian lady charm put he on got, him. He got played. Oh, man. She was probably speaking in that accent. Uh, I'm not even yep. going to try to do it, but. Just for the record, I uh, want you to get me out of jail. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. bad, Jim. Just for the re- just for the record, I've where never is been key? By, by, yeah, I've never been swayed by beauty or cash or, or Russian beauty to help them uh, somebody escape the country. Do either of your wives use an eyelash stylist? Uh, Mine does not. I can honestly My wife- say. Uses her real eyelashes, but I know a lot of yeah. females that do. We got a lot of ladies out done. there that uh, that will tell us. My uh, daughter does that. Uh, she'll she does them herself, but she'll put the little lashes in every. Oh, I, there. yeah, I think my I think my daughter does. Uh, you know, something with eyelashes. Okay, well, we, we, we need a little more info on the vocation of eyelash style. I want to know how much they make. I'm thinking about swapping jobs. Yeah, you should look. You should look into that. Yeah, you should definitely look into that. And and eating poisonous cheesecake, right? (laughs) Well, the I don't know. I don't know. Shout out to Astro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. My allergies are throwing my whole morning off. Do I sound different to you? I love that. It's that time of year, though, bro. I sound different to me. I feel like I'm in a submarine. Yeah. Well. Have you tried Astapro? It's faster, bro. Oh. Right? Astapro is the first of its kind nasal allergy spray. 
It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays take hours. Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. Hey, I use this. And you should too, Jim. Last weekend, I planted my garden, and it's that time of the year, and my allergies really kicked up with it, right? I use Astapro every time my nasal allergies flare up, and I'm always amazed at how fast I'm back in the game, down on those rows, playing my stuff. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to AstaproAllergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com. It's faster, bro. Uses directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Astapro and go. Do you guys know what May 12th is? Sunday, May 12th? Mama's Day. That would be correct. It's Mother's Day. So let me ask you, do you basically get your mom the same gift every year for Mother's Day? Maybe some flowers, some chocolates, Mm -hmm. maybe a robe or a framed photo. Boring stuff, right? Right. Well, let me tell you about something that's totally cool and different for Mother's Day that will never wilt, spoil, or put an extra 10 pounds around her waist. I'm talking about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty unique. Cool, right? Right. Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom questions you wish to ask. Your mom can either type a response to the email or she can record her voice if she prefers to do that or she can do both. And mylifeinabook.com then compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book as well as an audio book. And if you want, and she's up to the task technically, you know, the audio book is a great extra thing to be able to do. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she overcame. This book becomes a legacy, something you and your future generations can treasure. Your mom's given you a lifetime of stories. This is kind of your chance to give her a way to share them. Every family is a little bit different. And in my family, we love to give each other a really hard time. So I've taken the approach in doing this of asking my mom to comment on some of those family moments that might be a bit embarrassing to other family members. Last week, my question was, mom, did you feel guilty that day you hit me over the head with your wooden clog and dad had to take me to the hospital for eight stitches? (laughs) Mom's response, back in the day, I was the disciplinarian of the house, and when you were eight years old, you refused to get out of Nancy's, that's my sister's, plastic kiddie pool. I told you 10 times to get out of the damn pool. You didn't listen, so I chased you around the yard, and when you slipped, I nailed you right on the head. That was the last time you got in that kiddie pool. Of course, Dad had to lie to the ER and tell him that uh, that you fell on your head, but I nailed you good. The entire process with my life in a book is simple. And in the end, mom will have a great keepsake that can remain in your family for generations. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com and use code RLRC for 10% off today. Hey, uh, have y'all ever been to the Jazz Fest? I have been. Who hasn't been to Jazz Fest? Right. I mean, the, well, some people evidently need to be 
told the proper etiquette of going to Jazz Fest, right? And, um, now, Jazz Fest, if you haven't been, probably the greatest show on earth. Uh, um, and, you know, they have all the different stages with the bands that play, and it's, it's an open-air deal. And, now, wait you know, a minute. Wait a minute, Woody. The greatest show on earth right. is the Crew Bash. That's it's it's true. It's so like, minus uh, fans of the Crew Bash. <laughs> and the, um, so I guess we, we should probably try to go this year at the RRC Daily, and, and, uh, and we could do a, like a public service analysis like I'm about to do now. As long as we can keep Mike off the tequila. But anyway, <laughs> here we go. There's no the, keeping uh, me off the tequila. The problem with the Jazz Fest is kind of like it's kind of like Mardi Gras. You know, if people go to it and they think uh, just anything goes. And uh, Mardi Gras, I guess, is a little more relaxed than Jazz Fest is. But people think they're coming in your to Jazz Fest or Mardi Gras and they could just do anything, right? Well, Jazz Fest, unlike Mardi Gras, you know, you're going to get searched when you go through the door. And we'll, give, we'll give you a few tips to try to keep you off from getting arrested. Okay? Um, you're going to get searched, people, when you go through the door. And, you know, even though the, the mayor in, in New Orleans has done a little bit of about not arresting you for a little bit of a weed, et cetera, but uh, it's still illegal, technically, okay? And you're going to get searched. And you can't be carrying pounds of weed and shit in your backpack or bongs or, you know, uh, can't carry in the alcohol. They frown upon that. That's how they make their money and stuff like that. Um, just, you know, what, whatever you're going to carry in and people carry in a lot of shit and, and whatever you're going to carry in, you know, don't bring any firearms or, or butt plugs with your deceased lover <laughs> anything like that okay oh, so butt plugs might be allowed Woody yeah <laughs> well they they might miss it on the third <laughs> so if you if you have that hollowed out butt plug then you can fill it with alcohol yeah maybe get oh lord get I mean the drinks are not cheap and we all know that at Jeff that's right but the <laughs> let's just move on to it. another common sense thing y'all and this is really Go see anything you do, do in your arms, okay? The, this whole public service announcement applies to it, but basically, don't be a dick. You, know, you, go, you go there, have a good time, don't be an asshole, don't be a dick, and, you know, there's some etiquette things like don't bring the world's biggest fucking beach umbrella and, and stake it in front of the stage when nobody can see and block the views, and, you know, uh, everybody's going to be drinking and 99% of the people can be having a good time, but there's always a dick that's, you know, going to disrespect somebody in some way, like trying to block off a, a huge area with chairs so that, that their friends that arrive later on and all that. Just don't do that. And don't call someone a dick. Uh, you know, don't, don't, don't get into a fist fight. If you do, you're going to jail. They're going to bounce you. They have super tight security and they are waiting. They're praying that you're going to get out of line so they can scroll drag you and lock you up. Okay. The, uh, the, you know, basically the laws in your own still apply. Um, even when you leave the fairground, all right. So don't be snorting cocaine in the open and, you know, uh, <laughs> in the open, <laughs> in the open, yeah, do it off, do it out of your, of your butt plug or something. Maybe that's one of the words you carry it in. But the, you know, basic laws apply, y'all, and 
you know, no matter how high you get or drunk you get or whatever, don't go piss on the cop car. Or don't be like my buddy and punch the cop horse in the mouth and, and, and stuff like that. Because <laughs> if you do, they're going to beat your ass and you're going to Orleans Parish uh, lockup, y'all. And, and it used to be, I know it was before Katrina, that was the worst rated central lockup in the United States of America. Worse than anything in New York City, worse than anything in Los Angeles, et cetera. And the, I've literally had cases where I had to go there to interview uh, people that were locked up and they couldn't find them. And, and so you don't want to go to the Orleans Parish Prison. Um, if you do get arrested and you better hope your friends see you getting arrested and, and so they can start trying the, to do the, the bail bonds process uh, or at least know that you've been taken because you might get lost inside of the OPP. Uh, you know, if you do get locked up, you can hopefully post the full amount of your bond with the court. Well, the problem is if you get locked up during the weekend. Now, just that goes all week. But if you get locked up during the weekend part, your ass is going to sit in there until you're going to see a judge. It's not like night court in New Orleans where you get to see a judge all night. Um, but you can either post your full amount of bond with the court or you can pay a non-refundable bail bond premium to license bail bonds. And all that is, y'all, you know, the bail bonds then usually if you get arrested, it's, it's either like it's between 10 to 15% of whatever amount of your, your bond is. So if it's a hundred thousand dollar bond, you have to pay them $10,000 in cash or, or property, but you don't get it back. Right. So you can use the bail bonds and, or, you know, contact an attorney to help secure your release on your own personal cognizance. I don't believe that's really going to happen. They're going to make you pay at least the amount of the fine as a bond because if you like Mike Agravino and from California, you're going to haul ass after you get caught sniffing the cocaine out of your butt plug and get arrested, you're not ever going to come back for that charge, right? So, but uh, under no circumstances should you try to contact me, Jim, or Mike, as we will simply remind you that we shared our top tips on the show and told you not to be a dick. Very, very good point, Woody. Uh, and yeah. uh, uh, Friday, the 28th, Jazz Fest starts. So this Friday, for those of you that have plans or those of you who could still get here in time, them's the rules, them's the way to keep yourself safe and out of trouble at Jazz yeah. Fest. Yeah, hey, and, and go look at the lineup. I don't even know who's headlining this year. And they have, they'll have a lot of famous acts, but... Um, you know, unfortunately, I won't be there this year for Jazz Fest, but they always have some great, great. They have Marvin Gaye opening, Woody. He, what? He's, 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 he's Mar Marvin Gaye wanted you he, to be there. You're not going to be there. Coming, he's coming from the grave. Uh, he is coming from the his grave. Dad, yes. his, his daddy smoked him like a pack of cool back in oh, the God. day. When, and, that, and, and that's a horrible waste because I love Marvin Gaye. I, Gosh, y'all, a horrible story out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. A judge set a bond for a man accused of stabbing his wife to death outside their home in Fayetteville. Marcus Joyner's bond was set at $750,000, and the judge scheduled an arraignment for May 22nd. Police believe Marcus McBurney Joyner killed his wife, Dr. Amy Joyner, the night of Sunday, April 16th. He was arrested on a charge of capital murder. Now, 
To tell you a little bit about how this crime took place, Amy Joyner called 911. She said her husband was drunk and being aggressive. She began screaming for help and stopped responding to the dispatcher. The dispatcher then heard a male voice say, you wanted it like this. When police arrived, they found Amy Joyner dead in the street. She had been stabbed and there was a knife in her neck, still stuck in her neck. Her cell phone was next to her and the officer could hear the 911 operator still talking on the phone. Officer saw Marcus Joyner wearing only a pair of jeans walking away and into the house. He came out a few minutes later and surrendered to police. He had a stab wound in his chest. They brought Marcus to the hospital where they found cuts inside both of his hands and a swollen right hand. Police later compared video from the officer's body camera with the 911 calls from Amy and from a neighbor. They believe the first officer arrived just seconds after she was attacked. Now, Dr. Amy Joyner was a partner at Northwest Arkansas Pathology Associates in Fayetteville. And this is a major, major news story really getting national attention at this point. That's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Horrible situation. And you say it all the time, Woody, with, um, with these you know, stab wounds, especially how the, the, the perpetrators typically get cuts on their hand and, right. and, right. uh, and all of that. But wow, the, the knife still stuck in her neck. Just that's crazy. I mean, that, um, uh, I guess he thought it was good enough and just leave the knife in, in the neck. I don't know. Yeah. But, I mean, maybe it was stuck in the, in the, uh, backbone or something. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. It, well, it, it, and to me, it speaks to the rage that this but guy it, was in. It's another domestic violence call. I right? mean, we talked about on a previous show. That's why those calls are so dangerous because when you get in an argument, you're significant other, then it's always test, right? But if you go to a level, you're going to stab her in the neck. Uh, I mean, he's going to get what he deserves. Yeah, just just a but, horrible situation coming out of Arkansas. Yeah, well, it's it horrible. I hate it in the heart to go out to the victim's families again. But I got another one for y'all. There was a subject arrested for shooting a six-year-old whose ball rolled into his yard. So following a manhunt that began Tuesday, Florida authorities arrested Robert Lewis Singletary Jr., a respectable-looking 24-year-old North Carolina man accused of shooting a six-year-old girl and her parents after the trio attempted to retrieve a basketball out of his yard. I'm looking at his picture, Woody. Yeah, he doesn't look so respectable. He doesn't look so respectable, no. (laughs) He looks like he is. I don't know. That's not when the when the realtor is walking people into the house next door, and you're looking at your prospective new neighbor, and they go walking in with that guy. Um, Yeah, that that would be concerning. Yeah. yeah, So whoever they wrote, I hate to see the person who actually wrote this article and called this guy respectable looking. Right? Whether what is the the author of this look like? But anyway, uh, um, y'all say. He shot a six-year-old girl and her parents for 
trying to get a basketball out the yard. He's, he's been charged with four counts of attempted first-degree murder. Two, I don't know why it'd be four or if it's two parents and, and the kid, but four, count, four, four counts of attempted first-degree murder, two counts of assault with a deadly weapon, and one count of possession of a firearm by a felon. Witnesses at the scene in Gastonia, North Carolina, neighborhood reportedly said Singletary 24 became angry when his neighbor's ball rolled into his yard, allegedly firing his gun at another neighbor, those reports, at another neighbor before targeting the family of three. He looked at my husband and my daughter and told him, I'm going to kill you. Um, the mother of the six-year-old shooting victim, Kinsley White told ABC News. Hmm. Hildebrand, her daughter, and the partner, William White, were injured in the shooting. Kinsley, who received stitches for a bullet fragment lodged in her face, and her mom were treated at a hospital and released. Meanwhile, family members said White tried to draw the gunfire toward himself in order to protect his family and was shot in the back. He remains hospitalized. Following the shooting, Kinsley had some lingering questions on her mind for the alleged gunman, like, why did you shoot my daddy and me? Why did you shoot a kid's dad, she said. That's crazy, right, y'all? Good, I mean, good questions, honey. Horrible. See, they, I mean, horrible. I mean, what? Over nothing. Over nothing, over basketball. Is everybody and, just on drugs? I mean, is everybody I, just I drugged up? All across this country, maybe, maybe he has some fentanyl mixed in his regular weed or something. I don't know, but the, the I mean, he's it, the one being shot in the face. I mean, that shows really, really specific the intent to kill. You were aiming at their face, but the dad was like me. If, if I was unarmed and the guy starts shooting, shooting up the neighborhood, um, I'd have got hit in the back because I was using the old defense and the man I'd been hauling ass run. but they said he's trying to protect his family but the, uh, I guess I would have done the same thing but I don't, who does that? Well and it's the weirdest thing is I saw pictures of it and it looks like a normal middle class neighborhood um, so why yeah. would a guy that you know buys or rents a house in a nice middle class neighborhood seemingly you know to live that kind of life become the kind of nut who could shoot a six-year-old for a ball going on his property. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, I think back to, to the old I mean, movies and stuff like that, like a sandlot where the ball breaks the window and the kids run off. Right. I mean, that is this case should have, they, you know, they, back to, then that guy should have came out with a bazooka and, and killed everybody, all the kids, if you equate that to this case. I mean, all the ball did was roll up this property, and he shot about four people. So he gets first-degree murder, attempted first-degree murder, and he won't be shooting anybody else. Well, at least he didn't kill anybody. Yeah, right. And I mean, it's stupid. Kia and Hyundai owners, listen up. We're talking to you. You got a recall coming. But we got to tell you the story that. of this got one. You got a Hyundai? Well, yeah, that that uh, that the my wife's car. Yeah, yeah. Start using yeah. a Those padlock, are... Woody. <laughs> well, well, we're gonna tell you why. 
We're going to tell you why. Attorney generals in 17 states on Thursday urged the federal government to recall millions of Kia and Hyundai cars because they're too easy to steal. A response to a sharp increase in thefts fueled by, you guessed it, TikTok. So Uh. (laughs) some Kia and Hyundai cars sold in the United States over the last decade do not have engine immobilizers. A standard feature, this is on most cars, and it prevents the engine from starting unless the key is present, right? That's the whole point of the key. Well, videos circulating on TikTok have shown how people can start a Kia or Hyundai model by using a screwdriver and a USB cable. In Los Angeles, thefts of Hyundai and Kia cars has increased by 85%. Flathead yes. or Phillips. Yes. And it accounts for 20% of all car thefts in the entire city. So they're going out and they're looking for <laughs> these cars. Oh, absolutely. They're hunting they're hunt it down, right? I mean, that's big business. Right. And the California Attorney General, Rob Bonta, said in a news release that the bottom line is Kia and Hyundai's failure to install standard safety features on many of their vehicles have put owners at risk. Uh, of course, none of that is the fault of the people, I guess, trying to steal, <laughs> but right. it's yeah. put, put owners at risk. And all these attorney generals, 17 of them sent a letter on Thursday requesting a nationwide recall. The letter was signed by attorney generals from Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Massachusetts, Maryland, <laughs> Michigan, Minnesota, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington, right. And the District of Columbia. Yeah, so no Louisiana on there for whatever reason. But right. uh, uh, uh kind of so what do you do with the screwdriver and the USB? So you, you stick the screwdriver in and then you connect the USB cable to the um to the all of them have like a USB port inside of the vehicle. And yeah. somehow I believe you touch them together and it just starts it. I'm gonna. As a matter of fact, go we're gonna look, just take a drive. We're gonna look and, for a TikTok yeah. video that that has it because it, they have some viral videos out there where they're doing it. it. Takes like five seconds. Well, it's good content. We could just we could just take a drive around the neighborhood and find a Hyundai and just no, see if we can do, see if we can get mine. one. Yeah. Oh, that's we'll true. We've got mine. Woody's. We'll do a video of it. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, if you know where Cindy is right now, we'll just drive over there and steal her car. <laughs> no, I, I actually uh, am sitting outside. Um, she business is jail in that car. You gonna take your business for a joyride? I'm, I'm hoping. It, well, I, they, my wife won't let me have a conjugal visit. But, uh, well, I, so, I, I think I'm that's safer. I care. think that's safer for you. But I think so. Say hi to <laughs> say hi to Taylor for us. Yeah, all right. Well, I don't know if they're going to let me in, boys. I might be here for a while. <laughs> uh, but we're going to find out. Wait it out. It's worth it. But, hey, but you know what? The chop shop stuff, for real, do you know how much money is in? They, there's more money in bringing cars in, stripping them for parts. Like, it's like five times the amount of the value of the car that is if you sell it whole. Mm. Like, uh, um, this car is, that I'm sitting in is brand new, right? But it, but it got a nail in tire. And the, the Hyundai has, Cindy took it to like five different places, and Hyundai has a specific tire that they had to put on it. That tire was like $270 before taxes. 
Right. But just the thing about that, you take you know, the four tires off and sell it, and then uh, the engine and the doors, and, and they take them, they strip them down, they can do it in, in like 30 minutes and strip it down, and they sell these parts to use on, online and to use uh, – uh, to body shops, yeah, and, and body, body shops shop and everything else, and the, and and they sell it for half the price, and they make five times the value of the car. Crazy. It's organized crazy. crime, Mike. I'm sure you people out there. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. But twenty five percent of of all vehicles stolen, yeah, in, 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 in California, yeah, yeah. crazy. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, says she's seen more health issues with the dog's joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. Now, my dog, Phoebe, is the queen of our house, and I can tell you that her health is extremely important to us. She is a part of our family. I watched the video, y'all, and I was amazed by the things I didn't know that could impact your dog's health. This 20-minute video is packed full of tips that I've already started with my dog, Phoebe. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash RLRC and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com slash R-L-R-C. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, they sell a lot of those out there, too. Well, let's move over to the Windy City, or the the city of crime as it's becoming uh, becoming known. This, uh, this story's been all over the news and all over online, uh, along with a really difficult-to-watch video of, uh, of it that a, a citizen was able to take. Two Chicago teens have been charged with only a misdemeanor after they— stole a car and went crashing through an intersection and T-boned a pickup truck. And inside that pickup truck was uh, a family, including a six-month-old baby. And the baby was killed instantly from head injuries. So the 
the two boys that stole the vehicle are 14 and 17 years old. They were speeding down West Washington Road where they flew through a busy intersection. I mean, they flew through it and just, right. uh, like I said, T-boned that, uh, that pickup truck that had uh, the mom, an adult woman, and her three children. The, the baby's name was uh, Christian Uvidia, six months old. The other three passengers, the mom, 34, uh, the siblings, 17 and 7, were treated at the hospital, but uh, uh, but their injuries weren't life-threatening. The accident was caught on surveillance video by a local resident named Sean Walker, and Walker's video has traveled well over, um, uh, over the internet. Like I said, you can uh, see this, or you've probably already seen it on your uh, – on your local news. I mean, it's just a really, really sad um, case. The uh, The family has launched a GoFundMe page for uh, for Christian and uh, you know, whose skull was fractured, which caused immediate brain swelling and and uh, they uh, they weren't able to uh, to save him. Manslaughter in Illinois is normally, you know, carries a two year to five year sentence along with uh, fines and then four years of probation. So, what you may know, it's unclear in in the uh, articles I've read whether you know what as a misdemeanor, what the maximum these guys could be charged with as a misdemeanor would be. Do you have any idea? I I I, I can't believe that it'd be a misdemeanor when it's a death involved. But manslaughter is defined as um, when someone does something they show such lack of care for another human's life that a reasonable person wouldn't, you know, wouldn't have done. They, they do something that's so stupid that a reasonable person wouldn't have done. Right. So I say they charge them with manslaughter because they, they're teenagers and they're hauling ass through. They were reckless and they get destructive the vehicle and kill them. And there's no, I mean, I don't know of anywhere in the world that manslaughter is a misdemeanor. But, well, uh, but the manslaughter in Louisiana it goes up thirty years. So. Yeah, I have no doubt that they'd be charged as an adult. Well, at least the seventeen-year-old would, right? I don't know. If, right, can, right. 14, well, but, even even if even if you're charged as a juvenile manslaughter, it's still it's still not a misdemeanor. Right. I mean, you killing somebody. Well, and you know, Chicago had uh, Lori Lightfoot in office there as mayor, and and decided yep. Yep. to. Uh, uh, to get rid of her and and the the new guy coming in, uh, they're saying is uh, is hey, even hey, even hey. more, uh, you know, of uh, of a mindset to to do this kind of thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I got to take Cindy and WL last year on on um, on my way up here, and for four nights. You know, I used to love uh, Chicago going and stuff, but I mean, it's just gotten out of hand. The last time I left. On a Friday that weekend, it was a holiday weekend, like Memorial Day. They shot 27 different people. It was 27 different shootings, and more than 27 people were wounded. So maybe there that they're all giving misdemeanors too, and that's why the, the crime is, is so out of hand. But I, mean, I love Chi-Town. Where uh, I had a show there scheduled before COVID, and it got canceled. But I'm not going. We're not going there, boys and. Y'all, y'all can go do a live show in Chicago without me. Not me. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I, had, I hate to see these good cities get ruined by bullshit like that. And I hate it for the family. Oh, we 
what that means, Woody Everton. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, y'all. You know, it's time it is. It's time for Kinky Crimes for Wednesday, April the 26th. Yes. Uh, and and we, we have a really special one for you this time. The title of, of this is The Serial Toe Sucker. South oh Carolina's Joey. Yeah, right. South Carolina, that's something I've never been to. Like licking feet. Yeah, foot fetish stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. South Carolina's Joey Lephart takes his foot fetish too far. Or Leaphart. Leaphart says that he approaches women in public places like fast food restaurants, gas stations, and Walmart. He then asks to kiss their feet or suck on their toes. <laughs> if he, right? <laughs> If, if I guess if it works one time out of a hundred, it's good for him. But if he has if he has money, he offers to pay them for the privilege. Now, the you know to me, if you're offering me money to suck my toes, and I'm a female, I mean, you you not only calling me a whore, you're calling me a toe whore, right? Or a toe prostitute. But it says if the woman says no, he just moves on. He just moves on. However. That, however, though, you know, that's not exactly the whole truth because he has been known to employ a few tricks to get some toes in his mouth. Oh. He wants some of that toe cheese. <laughs> but one, one of his tricks is included telling a woman in Georgia, Walmart, that he was with the television show America's Funniest Home Videos and would pay the 18-year-old, pay for her item if she helped him out. First, he asked her if he could take a picture of her foot, to which she agreed, right? She's going to get her Walmart goodies paid for. Right? Anyway, then he asked her if he could kiss her foot. Yeah, she again agreed, thinking it was part of the gag video. And they went behind the clothing rack, and he started sucking <laughs> on her big toe, and she screamed for him to stop. He said, it tasted so good, though. <laughs> then he ran out of the store, and he was arrested a short time later. Um, and, y'all, he's been arrested several times as recently as March of this year. And he says it's an addiction, and if he could stop, he would. Don't hit the music, y'all. I got, I got something to say about this. The the We had a guy when I was working at Southeastern TV that was going around and we kept getting the complaint and he would go up to women and say, Ooh, you have nice toes or those are nice shoes. And he was like basically propositional. I mean, the foot fetish is a real thing. Mm, Freaking women in Walmart. I don't get it. But today, kinky crimes, that boy be kinky. Anybody got any toes out there? Right. Tasty toes. Yeah, it seems like you know, just sort of like a, you know, if your dog's got a licking problem and he's, you know, he's licking all over your leg, you get him a chew toy or something. Couldn't you get this guy like a, a human foot shaped and smelling uh, uh, chew toy, and he could just chomp on that all day instead of having a to do shit. I don't know where. That's a I big deal, them foot from. fetish things, man. Guaranteed, yeah, we got some listeners out there that like them some feet. Oh, I guarantee, I guarantee, and I guess to each his own. But I mean, I'm trying to think where these things originate from, like fetishes. Um, maybe when you're a little baby, the, your mama ran out with some titty milk, so she stuck her toe in your mouth, and now you 
growing up and you want more toes. I don't know. Uh, I've never really been able to figure out the foot fetish one. Well, well that, that, poor, that poor lady's been uh, sitting in front of the TV every Sunday at 7 to watch uh, America's Funniest Videos waiting for her segment to come on. Not realizing <laughs> it's, yeah. it's never going to happen. Right. Very yeah. good segment there, Woody. I, I like that uh, one. I always, I always love that. Keep me crying. Here we go. You know what that means. Lay Those are Mike's banjos on. for another segment <laughs> of Dumb Criminal News. Love. Today's Dumb Criminal is a woman in one of our favorite locations for finding dumb criminals, Portland, Oregon, who oh, blogged. Okay. How to kill your husband and then kill their husband. I knew it. Yeah, not a good strategy on the blogging of killing your husband before you do it. So 71-year-old Portland woman wrote a blog post called How to Murder Your Husband. She was found guilty this week of killing him. (laughs) A jury in Oregon has convicted Nancy Crampton Brophy of second-degree murder with a firearm. Prosecutors argued that she drove her husband to her husband's workplace at the Oregon Culinary Institute and shot him twice. Mm. Unfortunately for her, surveillance footage uh, shows her at the scene before her husband, Daniel Brophy, arrived. So she got to his work before he got there. And then she's then she's seen leaving there shortly after he was shot. Uh, Some of his co-workers who uh, uh, found his body and called the police, Crampton Brophy reportedly returned to the scene in the same vehicle previously seen in the surveillance video. She reportedly told law enforcement officials she was at home when her husband was killed. A little problem with the cameras there. Uh, Maybe it's her doppelganger. (laughs) Just prior to her husband's shooting, imagine this, Crampton Brophy bought a Glock 9mm gun. Nice. And just three days after he died, she tried to collect her husband's life insurance policy. Yeah. Yeah. She checked off every box, every box in the dumb criminal category, right? But here's here's the deal. She was 71 years old. I bet you they were married like 40 years. (laughs) Yeah. We have to research that. 71 years old and you're going to blog or look up and, and, and go kill your husband. Who's going to work to support you? Well, but here's the here's the problem, Woody. Apparently, uh, they were having some money problems, and they oh, okay. they took out a home equity loan of uh, actually, excuse me, they took out all the money out of his four hundred one k. So they emptied his four hundred one k of thirty five thousand dollars in order to pay off some credit card debt and stay uh, try and stay current with their mortgage, but they fell back behind. And so the insurance money was the only way to, uh, to keep things going for. Do they, uh, do they say how much insurance money it was? They don't say how much the insurance money yeah. was, um, huh. but uh, it's not really going to uh, going to matter. I mean, the, the lesson, how many stories have we told over the last few months where the intentions uh, of the bad guy were uh, were told in their Google searches of the days prior right. to the crime? Um, right. you people clear, clear your search history, people. Yes. And right. that is definitely a dumb Give me some one. banjos, Jim. <laughs> I know you love that.
That's what a life. dumb criminal. I do. It takes me back to my hee-haw days. Uh, <laughs> this is one of my favorite segments right here. Uh-oh. They stole what? They stole what? Something. They stole what? Well, y'all aren't going to believe what they stole when I tell you. What do you ever do? A foot. They stole I a foot? Love this. I love this segment. <laughs> the Philadelphia Insectarium and Butterfly Pavilion. Oh, God is missing some butterflies and insects. Now, to be more specific, $40,000 worth of insects and lizards and butterflies were taken from the Philadelphia Insectarium. It's estimated that 7,000 animals total were taken in the robbery, including warty glow spot roaches. (laughs) Whatever that is. Animal? Yeah. Tarantulas and leopard uh-huh. geckos. Uh-huh. I do anything with spiders. Uh-huh. Well, and believe it or not, Woody Everton, all of these are likely headed to the resale market. Apparently, there is a big resale market on exotic insects. Yeah, it's a, and, and so that rule out a lot of um, people that aren't involved in this crime. Like, you have to have the knowledge of the insects uh, and yeah, I mean, yes and you know yeah. what this is this shows how good of a detective you are because my next sentence was when police arrived electric blue staff uniforms were found hanging from the wall held in place by knives this rather yeah. strange piece of evidence signaled to police the theft may have been an inside job right mm. of course Probably. how did you know Woody Everton how did I, you know I, I could it's, uh, I'm part of the sea, and then I'm, I'm, I'm totally a diet. And it you know, goes back to the roots of it. I mean, somebody that's on, you know, inside job. They've already had buyers for these. Otherwise, they, you know, they they knew exactly which ones to steal. And I'm sure organized crimes involved. Yeah, there's got to be. All right, so. Yeah, that was, they stole what? All right. Inferring that my people have gotten into the insect stealing business, Woody. Gasoline, insects. Respectable, respectable crimes. They could be of Asian descent. They have Asian games. They have Mexican games. They have <laughs> whatever. Thank you, but Woody. I, the, the, uh, I mean, I guess every ethnic. I know the Russians have games that are involved in organized crime. Yeah. So, that's right. It could be anything. They like to steal uh, gas and a lot of yeah. Russians. Yeah, my mom was going to find out. Here's your second favorite episode segment, Woody Everton. Today in True oh, Crime yeah. History. Yeah. April 26th. And you know what happened in 1859? You won't believe it. The temporary. What? That was one of the championship. <laughs> that was 1959, but close. <laughs> In 1859, oh, the temporary insanity defense is successfully used for the first time in the United States wow. in a case involving Dan Sickles. How interesting. And then in 2018, Bill Cosby. Was it, uh, Bill? They don't say what's wrong on it. No, yeah. no. But you can research that, folks. In, yeah, I'll have to look it up. In 2018, Bill Cosby is found guilty of sexual assault and also 
In 2018, the Golden State Killer is identified after 40 years. Joseph James D'Angelo is responsible for at least 50 rates and 12 murders. That's in 2018. Okay, we've got a little surprise for you guys at home. We've gotten some fan feedback looking for us to play a game and we're going to play a game, game time. today. What do you, do you yeah. have a, a piece of paper and a pen in front of you? Mm, no, but I have a genius brain. I'll, I'll use that. I'm, I'm sitting in my car. I, uh, they're about to wave me through. I think it's a piece of this. <laughs> okay, your business so, play so maybe we'll, the, since you don't, we'll just, Keep score as we go, and uh, you won't have to write anything down. But last Saturday, so Saturday, April 22nd, was Earth Day. Yes. I'm sure you celebrated Earth Day up there in Wisconsin, Woody. No, actually, I was was home. I was in Louisiana, but I I really don't celebrate Earth Day. Well, always a big event. I I might have hugged a tree. (laughs) I mean, I love love Earth, uh, but I really celebrate. Well, always always a big event at the uh, Agavino household, Earth Day, and I thought, well, great opportunity to talk about Mother Earth and do it in the form of a game. And so let's see uh, how good you guys are about uh, your Earth knowledge. So I'm going to give you multiple choice questions, and since, Woody, you're there without paper, we're going to let you guys both answer, and uh, if through some miracle one of you is right, uh, I will let you know. Okay, so the very first question. Remember, this is multiple choice. Let me get through all the choices before you answer. The very first question is, which of the following is not one of the seven wonders of the world? Is not one of the seven wonders of the world? A, the Colosseum in Rome. B, the Great Wall of China. C, the Taj Mahal. D, Mar-a-Lago, E, none of the above. <laughs> Anybody got an answer? Uh, Mar-a-Lago. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say Great Wall of China. I'm teasing. Mar-a-Lago. Okay, so you got it. both of you got a little gift there on the on the first yeah, question. We're going to get another one-star review about the uh, word Trumpster. Who has ever said a thing on the show about Trump uh, or whatever? What do you focus? Focus, focus. <laughs> Question two. Question two. Which of the following is not one of the seven continents on Earth? A, North America. B, Central America. C, Europe. D, Antarctica. It's, it's B. Central yeah. America. Wow, America. look at these guys. They're on fire. Two for two. Unbelievable. Questions might get a little bit harder. Maybe not. Yeah, I figure I'm about to screw it up anyway. Okay. Question three. Which of the continents has the largest of these continents has the largest overall population? A, Antarctica. B, Europe. C, North America. D, Asia. E, B. none of the above. Asia. Asia. Three for three, you guys. Know yeah. your Earth stuff. Okay. 
Well, let's see. This one's a little tougher, maybe. Question four. The continent of Asia boasts two countries with populations of more than a billion people. What are those two countries? A, Japan and China. B, Japan and Indonesia. C, China and Russia. D, China and India. Or E, none of the above. China and India. China and Japan. No, no China and Russia. Oh, what do you snatch defeat out of the claws of victory? Yeah, We're right the first time. Indonesia, I mean. What was the answer? China, both China and India have over a billion people in population. Those are the two most populated countries on earth. So you guys are still tied at 3-3. Okay. We didn't find out uh, about the, in Indonesia, that's where Bali is, right? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We know the Chinese, if they shoot you. They be on your family for the bullet. That's, that's where weird. that's where grandma's on death row. We don't talk yeah, about, that's talk right about that. <laughs> that. That hits. Yeah. That hits hard. Question five: The Mariana Trench sits mm-hmm. in between the island of Guam and the Philippines and is approximately thirty six thousand feet deep at its deepest point. It is the deepest ocean point on planet Earth. What ocean is the Mariana Trench in? A the Indian Ocean, B, the South China Sea, C, the Philippine Sound, D, the Pacific Ocean, or E, none of the above? Mm, I'm going to go with A. I'm going to say Indian Ocean. Eh, it is the Pacific Ocean. Uh, there you go. We're both there. Okay, so you're still tied at three. I thought you were trying to trick us. No, no, no tricking you. Question six, which is the world's longest river? A, the Nile. B, the Mississippi. Amazon. C, the Amazon. D, the Congo. Or E, none of the above. Amazon. I'm going to say the Nile. Jim is right. It is the Nile yes! in Africa is 4,132 miles long, while the Boom. Amazon is 3,977 miles long in South America. So it is okay. four to three, Jim, in the lead. The uh, Nile no, no, is no, not the no, river no. in Egypt. Wait, 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 wait. He's not in the lead because I got the uh, the uh, uh, Channel one. No, you, no, did no. you guessed it Russia. Was, it was... Oh, I think it was, it. It was right. China, India. Don't, well, don't, I'm Woody, don't, don't argue with the ref. <laughs> don't argue with the ref. You're down. Number seven. Number seven. For all you climate, all you climate people, which country produces the most CO2 pollution? Which country produces the most CO2 pollution? Is it A, India, B, the United States, C, China, or D, Russia? The most CO2 pollution. China. I'm going with China. China, it, <clears throat> China, it is. So four, three now is the score? Is that right? Four to three. Or five, four. Five, five, five four. four. Five, four. Okay. Question eight. Zurich, Switzerland is the least polluted major city on earth. Only one U.S. city made the top 10 list of least polluted cities on earth. Which U.S. city was it? A, Detroit. B, you're supposed to chuckle after Detroit. B, <laughs> B, Seattle. 
C, Portland, D, Honolulu. I'm going to say Honolulu. Woody? I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say Portland. Honolulu, yes. the only U.S. city in the top 10 lease. So it is now six to four, Jim. Come on, Woody. Got a few more left here. Is there here. a bonus question? All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, I'm okay. Mount Everest is the tallest mountain on earth with its summit at 29,029 feet. Although Everest is the tallest mountain on earth, by expert climber standards, it's actually rather easy to climb. The second tallest mountain on earth is widely regarded as the most difficult to climb with over a 25% mortality rate for those who attempt it. So one out of every four people tries to climb this mountain dies on the mountain. Is it A, Mount Keng Chen in Nepal, B, Mount K2 in Pakistan, C, Mount Manushu, uh, Manaslu in Nepal, D, Denali, also known as Mount McKinley in Alaska, or E, Driscoll Mountain in Louisiana. You guys know about Driscoll Mountain? Uh, I'm definitely going with E. Okay, so wait. Uh, Driscoll Mountain. I'm going to say K2. Woody? Yeah, I th- I'm going with Driscoll Mountain. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with the uh, the uh, – second one that was in that that's that's k2 as well you're both right k2 is the answer driscoll mountain by the way is the highest peak in the state of louisiana Hmm. where is it located it sits 535 feet above sea level some might call that a hill um (laughs) near shreveport so it's actually between shreveport and monroe okay uh, this, I'm going to, the next question, Woody, you're not going to be able to do without a pen. So we're going to skip that one. Sorry. We're, we got a few right. more questions. Still so now it's seven, five. Is that right? Seven, seven five. five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which of these countries has the highest annual rainfall on earth? Is it a Panama B Costa Rica C Malaysia D Woody's favorite country, Indonesia or E, Colombia, Panama, Costa Rica, Malaysia, Indonesia, or Colombia? Who gets the most rain? Mm, I'm going to Indonesia. I'm going to go with Panama. The correct answer is Colombia. Wow. With almost <laughs> 11 feet of rain a year. What? Colombia. What? That's where you can go down and get, get some good cocoa leaves. Okay. And emeralds. <laughs> Next question. In which country do people have the highest, longest life expectancy? In which country do people live the longest on earth? Is it A, Monaco, B, Japan, C, Switzerland, D, Singapore, or E, the United States? I'm going with Monaco. I'm going with Japan. Woody takes one. It is Monaco at 87.1 years. By the way, the U.S. has actually gone down over the last couple of years and is now at 77.3 years. And the state of Mississippi, which would be the lowest life expectancy in the U.S., is 71.9 years. And the state of Hawaii is 80.7. So you retirees head to Hawaii. Okay, so that way you're only one apart here. And we got three questions left. You're only one apart. All right. Okay. 
Question 13. How old is planet Earth? A, 264 million, uh, uh, 264 million years. B, 2.64 billion years. C, 26.4 billion years. Or D, 264 billion years. How old is planet Earth? I'm going with D. I'm going with what was what were the last three? Uh, B was two point six four billion. <laughs> C was like twenty. Matters, like no. <laughs> C was twenty six point four billion, and D was two hundred sixty four billion. Twenty six point four. Okay, you both are uh, Mother uh, Earth is is angry at you uh, because she's only two point six four billion <laughs> years old, which is still a shitload of years. Mother Earth. Uh, yeah, hey. She's certainly hoping she lives as long as she looks you estimated, uh, Woody, 264 billion. Okay. Still, right. uh, still one uh, question apart with two questions left. All right, here we go. Number 14. Earth is the third closest planet to the sun in our solar system. What are the names of the two planets that are closest to the sun? Are they A, Uranus and Woody's anus? <laughs> B, Neptune and Mars, C, Mercury and Mars, or D, Venus and Mercury? We're going Neptune and Mars. I'm going Uranus and Mars. Uranus and Mars wasn't a choice. Uranus and Woody's <laughs> anus was a choice, which you would, you get that uh, you were automatically assigned to the Uranus and Woody's anus. Uh, guys, guys, it's Venus and Mercury. Mercury first, Venus second. Come on. Okay, one, one apart. We may have to go to emergency yep. overtime, but here's question 15. Who was the first person to orbit the Earth from space, was it A, William Shatner, <laughs> B, B, Yuri Gagarin, C, John Glenn, or D, Neil Armstrong? First person to Yuri orbit Gagarin. the B, Earth. B, B, B. Yuri Gagarin, whatever. Yeah. The, the Russian. And it was the Russian Yuri Gagarin, which means Jim squeaks out the victory by one. You there guys are you, you guys are pretty good on yes. your on your Earth knowledge right. there. Right. I, and uh, Jim, Jim right. thanked me once again. Some Shinerbach coming up, coming Jim's uh, way. We got to start we putting stakes on these. I hope you uh, you guys in the uh, in the audience uh, scored better than these two did. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was Boy, fun! I mean, hey, if you could tell me, if you could tell me how old the Earth is, then you need to get to a hobby or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is our planet, we, like, Woody. We all Mike, live here. Mike, Mike, don't act like you knew all this questions before you looked them up. One day we're going. I'm, I'm going to do a, a pop quiz on your ass. Yeah, you don't know all. You don't, you don't want to play Trivial Pursuit with me. Yeah, you know, no, that's, right. that's not a, that's not a battle. Hey, we'll have to do that one night. We'll have to do that one night. <laughs> uh, maybe we should do a whole episode on Trivial Pursuit. Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, follow us on Facebook. Thank you to our sponsors. Any other final yeah. thoughts, guys? Would you get Absolutely, me an autograph? Yeah. If you get in the building, get the me app. an autograph. The app. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm 
two minutes away from getting in, but yeah, uh, the Relational Crime Community app, y'all, uh, go there. We're, uh, we're posting and, and, and sharing everything. It has everything from forums to chat groups to games and whatever, merchandise store for Relational Crime, and everything there is there. Thank you, um, for everybody for consistently keeping us in, at the top of the charts in not only true crime, but in the world. We appreciate and love y'all. And uh, I love doing them on the show with you boys. And thank you, Shopify. And, thank you, HelloFresh. Yeah. Everybody cook up some delicious HelloFresh this week. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So y'all go on the Real Life World Crime Community app and see the videos and pictures of, of the these Mike using his Italian heritage and Jim's wife um, doing what she did because she really made it look good. You know? Yeah, yeah, she did. I, mean, I, I, I had a hand in the presentation. But oh, she I, I, didn't, I didn't get any assistance at all. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's all love. Code RRC50. And if you own your own business, go to Shopify and tell them we sent you. That's right. That's right. And until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Over. And I'm Mike Agavino. For real life, real crime daily. Peace. Say hi to your business. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.